Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. I am the man. There's a myth about me, and it's legendary. Facts, <laughs> yeah. facts, facts. Those are all what true. Up? What up, everybody listening? Oh, yeah, we're back. We got a whopping three books. <laughs> but we're going to say two and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. 2.5? 2.5. We got a we got a short show for you guys, hopefully, this week. You know, uh, we, only, we only have three, two and a half books we're talking about. Um, one in... Not as usual detail as as usual. So, uh, you know, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Uh, let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, Joshua Cole. Where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram and at NY Chillin' with an E-N at the end, not an I-N-G. Oh, that's yeah. on Twitter. And that's an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the window open because it's hot as hell. Hey, it's okay. Apartment. It's okay. <laughs> hey, it's it's gonna have to be okay because I ain't closing that fucking window. No, I know. I wouldn't expect <laughs> you to. I ain't cutting that AC on in November, bro. I for, for, refuse. <laughs> I've got to take it out the window to remove temptation. I'm not. I would never ask you to do such a thing. So you know, keep keep that window open. Let's hear the ambiance of New York City for the show. Uh, yeah, and then playing dice outside. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, they was raising a voice and shit. I was gonna have to tell you to hold on and pause so so I could go and listen and see what was happening. Uh, but are you? They lo- was all laughing and shit. Are you locked no. into the dice league? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy? These these dudes. All right, sidebar. Um, these these guys like out like outside. They go around the different blocks, like in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and play dice. And I, I've heard them talking a few times. I've seen, you know, I've, I, don't, I don't know these guys, but I know these guys. If that make any sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they've been in front of the building for years and shit. They're so. star athletes. Yeah, I'll be hearing them talking about the dice games. I'll be like, shit, I think it's some, like career dice players, yeah. man. Who you got on yeah. draft? <laughs> Who'd you draft for the dice league? I don't know, but there's this nigga with the raspy voice outside, and he, like, <laughs> always rocks tens. I don't know if he wins a lot, but I hear him all the time. I imagine if he's they, around a lot, I'm assuming he, he wins enough. I, I imagine so they all him. rock tw- Tim's. I feel like that's the cleats no, of the dice game. Bad different pairs. <laughs> Those are the cleats, you know, of the dice game. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> right. You can't play. All right. Well, that <laughs> that was a fun sidebar. But I guess we should continue with plugs. Uh, if you like the show, you can follow us at New Trip City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we we usually do a really good chapter of the week poll for the manga uh, episodes that you guys can vote on your favorite manga chapter of the week. Uh, or if you guys want us to start up a VGI thing, let us know because usually we record them on the day that these books come out, so it doesn't feel like it makes sense to like put up a poll. But if you if if there's interest, I'll put it up. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about on the show, please let us know. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, please. That would be super cool. Uh, comment, like, too. Share it with your friends. Let's get this community growing, dudes. Uh, and if you prefer audio podcasts, you could take us on the go uh, by subscribing to us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on there, so get on it. Uh, and I think that's it. Without further ado, let's get into the show proper. Venom. Uh, we're, oh, we're starting with Venom. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, we got like the X-Books, so I figured we'd save them for last because we're going into greater detail with them. Uh, but we uh, have Venom number one, uh, a new Venom run uh, by Al Ewing, uh, an old favorite of ours. Right. Uh, writer of Sword, writer of the Immortal Hulk, uh, excellent writer. So fantastic. I guess you got to give it a chance off rip, right? Yeah, I mean that's the only reason I'm really picking it up because uh, right. you it went from um, shit. I don't know why I'm. He it went from uh, Donny Cates to to Ali Ewing, which is not a bad transition. Uh, no. <laughs> 
it's almost like Snyder to King, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, all right. I'm Snyder good. to King and King to Tinian, you know? Uh, not yeah. bad. Right, right. Uh, we didn't know Tinian at first. Well, I didn't. I wasn't he, sure, but he proved to us. He wrote a lot with Scott Snyder on his Batman run. He didn't like, he co-wrote some of them. So, like, he's like a disciple of Snyder. Like, Snyder taught him, like, writing, I think. Who's, this, who's the disciple of Snyder? Tinian. Tinian? Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, But in any case, cool. this is uh, Venom number one. Uh, we'll, we'll probably won't do like an epic recap of this as we usually do because it is it is a longer issue. Um, but the issue of this, uh, the the first issue of this run, it actually uh, spins off of directly from uh, from uh, Donny Cates's run on Venom, uh, where he had the King of Black. Ark and uh, Eddie Brock has become basically the god of the symbiotes overall. Uh, and it, this is a continuation of that, which is kind of rare to see in American comics where uh, a different... From writer to writer, right? Yeah, where the arc kind of continues from one writer to a different one, which uh, I, I very much appreciate, uh, as rare as it is. Uh, Eddie's off in space doing space god shit, <laughs> you know, being a a superhero in space, which is not necessarily like a, a road untraveled for Venom. We had a Venom Space Night where, uh, what's his face? The ki- the the Flash anti-Venom. Gordon. Yeah, Fla- not Flash Gordon, Flash Thompson. Uh, <laughs> Shit, my bad. No, no, no. Wrong yeah. Flash. <laughs> yeah, no, he went off to space. He started doing space shit. Uh, but it's a, it's a different scale now because Eddie controls all of the symbiotes that ever existed now. So he is the king in black now, yeah. which was not a detail I actually 100% understood at the end of the event, but mm-hmm. it was made very clear. Yeah, he is the king in black. He has basically yeah. all of Null's powers, which make him a beast. Uh, right. And um, in this in this first uh, uh, two page spread, when they're showing uh, um, Eddie Brock, he's got a um, He's got a symbiote that looks very, you know, like speaking of uh, Flash Thompson series, The Space Knight, it resembles the look of that, mm-hmm. like a lot more closely to like his classic look. Yeah. It's like a, it's a little bit of a merge between the two. Yeah. I actually like um, this look for him. I don't know why that, like, the cool. insignia is like cool. It's like a little more detail. I, I prefer the classic look a little Me bit, too. you know, more so, but this is nice. It's, it's, it's new and it's cool. Yeah. It's snazzy. Also, I'm sure, you know, I'm going to ask a question. I'm sure everybody that read this probably came to their head, too. But is this image, is this, is this panel on the right side of his new costume, is this a JoJo reference? <laughs> Where? Well, he's like, you know. His pose? I don't think this is a JoJo yeah, pose. That a, you know, with the people in him, with, around him in space. Is it, no. is it some kind of JoJo reference? No, I wouldn't say this is a JoJo. JoJo poses are way more dramatic, dude. They're just but he's in space with asteroids and 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 JoJo doesn't go to following him. JoJo pretty outlandish, and he's very like no showy No, it, no. JoJo is way more. Do you promise? Do you promise you'll call it out? Because you, if you see a JoJo, if I see, if I see a JoJo, if I see a JoJo esque pose, I will. I did it last week in I American comedy. Okay, yeah, in American comics, I'll definitely call it out if I see it. JoJo poses are distinctly fucking. You'll you know them when you see them. You know they're they're not is just it like more. A, is it more in the arm or or in the torso? Oh, it's a whole body operation. You know, it's like mm-hmm. top to bottom, torsos are involved. You got to get the whole damn shebang involved. <laughs> I gotta show you. Yeah, JoJo you gotta have day, a man. rock. You gotta have a solid core to do a JoJo. Yeah, course. you have to really have like you abs. You need abs. to work out. <laughs> you have to have a good uh, center of balance, a center of gravity, in order to truly pull off a good JoJo pose. Yeah, do- or have the ability to outright defy gravity. Yes. Oh, dude, one of these Either days, or. one or the other. One of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna expose you to high levels of JoJo's bizarre adventure. And I'm I not can't even. Wait, bro. I'm not I even that big of a fan of the series, but I'm I, I'm so excited to watch you react to it because it's it's interesting and it's fun, but it's so wild the shit that they do in that show. One more thing before we get back to Venom on the JoJo references <laughs> in One Punch Man, 
spoilers, mm-hmm. uh, I think. When he fought against the uh, the rhinoceros beetle guy, you know, it was like the third episode, and, yeah. you know. And the guy was like, kill, 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 Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that a JoJo? that a JoJo reference? Well, the the Maybe. the multiple like super yeah. flurry punches was a Jotaro thing for sure. Yeah, his order that was his thing. He had his stand just like punch you relentlessly. Uh, that was yeah. I seen I seen it in the death battle versus uh, it was Alucard versus the the Zaruto dude. That guy Zaru. Oh, um, Dio. Yeah, Dio. It was Dio versus that guy versus this vampire guy, Aluka. Alu- yeah, sorry. yeah, because Dio's technically a vampire as well. Type. <laughs> what? I said type. <laughs> Jojo's weird. Jojo right, is weird, dude. Venom, guys. All right, <laughs> back to Venom. All right, so All right. the story really so picks. Back, back to... It's not a Jojo pose. I promise. Oh. It's not a Jojo pose unless you have like one wrap. Your arm is one at least one layer wrapped around a part of your body yeah something like that yeah that's <laughs> that's closer to jojo body. and like leaning forward yeah like, yeah ah yeah. my back yeah. <laughs> yo be careful you'll break your back doing it man if you're not like a, Jeez, almost broke my spine yeah if you're not like an nfl cornerback do not attempt a jojo pose for real, for <laughs> <Or> real. ballet <laughs> <laughs> A ballet pro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So okay. So Eddie Brock, the big one of the big conflicts in the story is that while Eddie Brock is off being a space god and you know like saving people, he's committing his like godhood to just like going around saving people. He doesn't have the Venom symbiote himself. He just like inhabits the bodies of different symbiotes throughout space, and he can exist. Yeah, he has all the other ones. Yeah, he can exist within any point of the universe that they're all in. So he has basically like uh, body snatching minds everywhere, you know? Uh, so he's off in space doing cool Venom shit. I don't know what's going on with my computer with this shit. Saving a spaceship. Yeah, he's. Uh, with hostages and. Beams. Yeah, fighting scrolls. And uh, one, of the, one of his symbiotes goes out of fucking control. And tell, sends him a message from the future. It looks like uh, it, it basically or, or something. Yeah, it basically tells him to watch the throne. Uh, he's, don't get <laughs> don't get too comfortable, little boy. <laughs> Maybe the king in black now. And don't get too comfortable on my chair. Yeah, <laughs> this is my throne. He's a, he's a, so say your goodbyes now. Talk to your son, your <laughs> to to your son, to your other, and. Uh, Eddie, Eddie just like decides to bounce to get the fuck out of there. He's like, well, like, nah, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> get out of here. He takes his symbiotes with him because he doesn't know when one of them is going to snap and fuck shit up. So, um, Meanwhile, Dylan is having trouble like assimilating to regular life, seeing as how he is instrumental in an alien invasion. Uh, you can't really come back and live a normal life after that, I suppose. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Eddie's not really around because he's off being a space god now. So uh, <laughs> they have like there's a bit of tension there. Um, there's uh, Eddie. Eddie comes home, but it's not really him. So because Dylan gets a call on the phone from the real Eddie, who's out in space, and he's like, "Yo, you gotta get the fuck out." I know there's a real Eddie. There's another Eddie in there. Don't don't go with that Eddie. <laughs> go somewhere else. Uh, and Dylan's like, "Okay." Uh. Sure. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah, Eddie can't Eddie tries not to use his like space telepathy to communicate with his son because I guess he's worried that symbiotes you can't trust these symbiotes no more. Uh so Yeah, he's totally off the symbiotes now. Yeah, he tries to use the symbiotes because apparently like being a null god allows him to essentially exist at any point in time as long as symbiotes are around. Uh, so, you know, he tries to tap into symbiotes of the future. Uh, and we get little visages, nothing necessarily very clear. We know that uh, Bedlam, there's a villain named Bedlam. I feel like he may be, maybe he's like an old villain or maybe somebody completely new. I'm not sure. Bedlam sounds familiar, though. Um, looks like a 
not like a like a Hulk, like if Hulk and Carnage mixed together or something. Yeah, um, like a demon. He's kind of symbiotish. Probably is. Yeah, I, he's a symbiote guy. Is of this variety. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a, it's Venom. You know, his symbiote is his is his bag. Kang also makes an appearance in this issue, as uh, as apparently Eddie's oldest friend. Uh, old friend, I told you, you shouldn't do that. You, can, you cannot win, my oldest friend. I'm like, all right, King. I know your whole story. You should. Yeah, I was like, oh, someone's popular off of a certain Disney Plus show. All of a sudden, that was lit. That yeah, was, was great. I love Loki. I love that. It was cool. just funny. Uh, he snaps out of his vision thing because Dylan uh, pulls up to this hotel that he's waiting for him at. Uh, unfortunately for them, the government is also right behind him or some kind of bad guy entity is also right behind him and shoots a missile directly at Eddie. Um, so, you know, there's like a big old fucking military uh, invasion thing going on here. Uh, Dylan inhabits the Venom armor and starts fucking shit up. With his cool chain shit, it's like it's right, right, because he's not doing webs. Yeah, he's like a he's like a thirty seconds to Mars enthusiast, and it's like sure. it's time for me to fucking do edge lord shit with my edge lord chains. Dylan was born in the two thousands for sure, for sure, but he's a nineties kid at heart. Oh yeah, he's like, <laughs> dude, he read like Rob Liefeld's old shit, and it was like, this is my jam right here. So I can't wait to get an armor set with big shoulder pads. <laughs> with crazy chest pecs that go out to here. So I can't wait to start working out my chest. <laughs> Nothing but pectoral exercises from here on out. Uh, so yeah, Venom just like goes around fucking shit up as Dylan. Uh, Eddie is supposedly dead from the rocket hitting him square in the nose. Right, King and Black died via missile. I guess because he was he was rejecting the symbiote, so he was just straight human. I yeah, they made a point of that. That's fair. Yeah, but of course. Criticize. But to be fair, he is also still a symbiote god. So when he got blasted by that rocket, he didn't really die so much as get blasted through space. It looks like, and uh, the issue kind of ends where he wakes up uh, on this weirdo planet. And he meets this weirdo guy named um, Meridus with the weirdest design I've seen in a while. <laughs> he looks like one of those cosmic entities, man. You know, you look at yeah, all yeah, the yeah. shit on his head. Yeah, he looks... He More time they on. Yeah, he's very Gardner-esque. It's been, I feel like this is the weirdest design since the Gardner from uh, John H- uh, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. Nihilo X. Yeah, Nihilo X or whatever his name is. Nihilo. X Nihilo. That's his name. Like I'm that guy's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up? Welcome. Remember to- us? Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. This is you and yeah. I don't know. I was about to go ham. Yeah. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. We obviously both enjoyed the story at least a little bit, so I guess we're gonna continue to follow it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Al Ewing, bro. He's the fucking man. Yeah. Al Ewing seems to have just like permission to make big sweeping changes. Uh, to whatever like section of the Marvel universe he's currently working at, uh, so and I I enjoy his writing. I mean, if you love Immortal Hulk, you know that there's something here that's big waiting for us here. Um, he's he's very good at reinventing characters. Obviously, uh, he's yeah. he's got a very fun series and sword going on right now that uh, is ending pretty soon. Actually, uh, I am at I, I think so, or at least his run on it is ending uh, relatively soon. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of religion and politics. <laughs> I mean, you know, space. space, religion, politics. Yeah. The trademarks of Al Ewing. The Trinity of Al Ewing. Is- <laughs> 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 no, but we're fans of his here. So, you know, I, we'll keep it going. I don't know if we'll like cover it super intensely as it goes, but we did cover uh, the Donny Cates run pretty extensively. So I wouldn't rule out. Uh, talking about Venom again uh, sometime in the near future. And there'll be shorter issues uh, now that the first issue's done. So, you know, it'll be a standard size issue. That's the only reason we kind of sped through this one. It's because it's like 50 pages or something. Uh, right. 
But in any case, I had a good time reading it. Brian Hitch is doing the art on this, and he's really good. Uh, you know, just kind of a great veteran artist presence, I think. He's been around for a long time. Uh, oh, I don't know if you peeped this very last page, but... Um, oh, the big two-page spread? <laughs> huh? The two-page spread? Oh, no. Keep going past Eddie's Clubhouse. Oh. Past the next issue. Uh, oh, there's more? Oh, wow. Oh, oh. shit! I didn't even know. Damn. So, Eddie is confirmed dead. At least his human body. Yeah. Obviously, his consciousness went somewhere. I don't know if you glossed over this. I don't remember hearing you say No, I did not see exactly. this. I did not see no, this. No, no, not this in particular, but Eddie just found out that he can travel through time. Because yes. he simply can. Mm-mm. I'm not about to argue that it's shit. It's cousin theory. Like he, he exists as since he's null, he can exist as long as there's a symbiote around. He can exist yeah. at any point in time or tap into the memories of past presence. Through the darkness. Sure. Yeah. You know. Essentially. Yes. He can tap into whatever symbiote exists at any point in time wherever they are. He is Xehanort. <laughs> is he? Is that what That's exactly who he is? <laughs> I mean For I, Kingdom Heart fans out there. Yeah. At some point, I, I realize that Zayn Hort pretty much just becomes the entirety of the Organization 13. Zayn <laughs> in part three, basically. Yeah, at least like seven of those guys. Yeah. Are... Old me, young me. My friend me. Evil me, real me. The me that Swag took over me? my friend? The, the Zigbar. Me. Yeah, Zigbar. <laughs> A sniper me. Uh, gunslinger me. <laughs> gunslinger me. <laughs> Guitarist me. Uh, but yeah okay so I actually don't I, I didn't read this last page uh, yeah they took his bo- it, it says that this t- this last page takes place at the absent throne which is exactly what the other symbiote guy was talking about how like eventually the throne will be empty so he this mysterious guy picks up the skull of Eddie Brock and is like so it begins as it always does doctor all that is happening now has already happened before. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. This guy's head looks like Venom's, uh, Venom's um, emblem. Mm, go, yeah. back to the, go back to the last page. That's a good observation. Five. It is a spider. No, you're right. It huh? is a spider. It's way clearer. And yeah, right? It looks just like a spider. I didn't, I didn't notice that at first, and I was looking at it for a little while, and I was like, hmm... Maybe I'm looking into it too much, but no, I'm not missing this small detail. I watch enough YouTube analysis videos to know what to pay attention to. Now. Yeah, to really look the subtleties, to look in the background. We That's important. You're right. What's on his chest? Hmm? He got something on. He's like black. He's like dark. Yeah. He knows about the king and black shit, and he has venom on his head. Come on, man. He's yeah, he's obviously very much a symbiote guy. Maybe he's like the uh, top of the line symbiote. That's his son. Yo, imagine that's Dylan again. Like code, right? Because he's like, "Don't worry about it. You're just, you're gonna die. It's fine." Imagine it's, it's fine. code again. Is it <laughs> again? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Thought you got rid then of me." Instead of becoming fake, no, I'm I'm this guy fake now. Hilo, yeah. <laughs> I'll just keep ripping off other people's style until like uh, something works for me. It's a sad thing. I'll just keep jacking steez until yeah, I change my mind on the chains. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more edge shit. I'm just going for straight God. <laughs> I'm going for straight God. And God in space. Kanye in a concert type vibes. Straight God shit. Uh, but yeah, that's it for Venom for me, at least. I, if you, this is a good jumping on point. Uh, they explain enough so you understand the basics of what's going on. Uh, right. I would pick it up. And, and and even so, you you can just go back and read King and Black if you so choose. Yeah. Or just go back to the beginning of the Venom book because, you know, I like King and Black. It was okay. It wasn't, like, incredible, but the the prior series by Danny Coates was really good leading up to the event yeah. itself. So. No, I agree with that for go sure. Go for it, guys. Yeah, pick it up. Um, in any case, uh, let's move on. The X-Books. We only have two of these this week. Uh, Marvel has been very merciful on my wallet <laughs> these last few weeks. Uh, very appreciated. Please don't Call dump before the storm, Chris. Call yeah, don't dump the... seven books next week, please. I can't. 
I'm enjoying <laughs> this too much. <laughs> but in any case, this is Hellions. Uh, we're starting off with Hellions number 17. Uh, last we left off, shit wasn't looking great for the Hellions. They've been through a lot. Uh, Quanon lost her daughter after Empath uh, made Havoc go crazy using his powers. Uh, there was a lot of fallout from what happened at uh, Sinister's lab where they put the kibosh on the Tarn Sinister uh, fusion thing that he was creating. Uh, so, you know, Quanon has decided to kind of just like quit her position uh, as a captain of the Krakoan army because, uh, you know, she lost her daughter. She's feeling really, really uh, sad and lost about it, as understandable as that is, you know. Um, yeah, and we're treated to a very nice uh, large panel of Quanon. Yeah, Quanon. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks. Segovia? Laredo? Yeah. Thanks, Segovia. Laredo's doing the lettering, right? I don't know. Segovia's doing the art. Yeah, I would say maybe Segovia. It's author, artist, letterer, right? Maybe not letterer, probably inker or colorist. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll find out. Eventually, we'll hit the credits <laughs> and we'll find out. Uh, okay, so Emma Frost pulls up and is like, "Why are you leaving?" And he's like, "And why do you look so damn good?" <laughs> damn, why do you look like that? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you trying to show me up right now? I'm the fashion queen of Krakoa, and you're out here just outdoing me with a one with a one piece sw- swimsuit. Right? You think your leotard's fucking better than mine? <laughs> it is. You may have the superior uh, silhouette going on here, but I got the threads for days. Uh, have this fucking cape, you know. Uh, so she's like, I, you know, why I'm leaving, and uh, the other crack, the other cuckoos, uh, run over to Emma Frost and inform her that there's been an attack on Nanny. Uh, that's another thing is Nanny's old people are the people who behind like the like the ever evolving AI monstrosities that attacked the Hellions before. Uh, she used to fuck with these people, I guess. So, you know, now the now there's like consequences of that. They've stolen the the little AI baby that Nanny has taken under her wing uh, ever since that arc. Uh, and Orphan Maker has run off to the baby's rescue. Uh, it's like, where's my little brother? Type shit. I was like, that is adorable. It is adorable. He is a straight up mass murderer, but this is cute. Uh, the other Hellions are like, well, I guess we got to go get him. Uh, one after another, they, they join Quanan who volunteers to go get Orphan Maker. Uh, Havoc is like, please let me go. I'm so miserable here. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I'm so miserable. (laughs) Nothing seems to be working out. (laughs) So please, I'm really sorry. I, you know, he starts to lament about how, like, he destroyed Quanan's daughter uh, dis- uh, against his will. Well, he, yeah, he, I mean, anyone would feel fucking bad yeah, about sure, that. Yeah, for sure, she for sure. She understands. I, I like how they how they expressed that. How she how she immediately was just like, "Look, I, I get it. You know, I don't, I don't blame you at all. I yeah. understand." Yeah, it wasn't that, you. Yeah, I would have been a little off. I would not. I would. I don't think that would have been characteristic of Quanon to hold. Uh, 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 you know, she's smarter than that. Yeah, she's 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 more way more mature than that. Yeah, it's also like really cliche at this point, you know, like for someone to just be like, no, you know, I, I appreciate right. I mean, it would have been a horrible way to write because all women are emotional and can't, yeah. you know. No, I agree with that. For sure. Yeah, so it's nice. It's just nice to see. Yeah, but uh, Havoc's not alone. The rest of the uh, Hellions pull up and are like, we're coming too. And she's like, no, all we do is hurt each other. And Grey Crow's like, but we're Nakama. She's like, true. And Nakama hurt each other. Yeah. <laughs> I define my friendship like, by... Yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, they're right. I define all my friendship by how toxic we are when we hang out together. So I appreciate right. that. I respect it. Empath comes along, and that's where right. the... Right, yeah, just swings by, like, oh. Hey, it's your boy. <laughs> and they all dub that shit. Yeah, you already know what time Gray Crow was on. Oh, Gray Crow pulls out his gat immediately. It's like I told you I'd kill Listen, you. Listen, this nigga thought, yo, he did the, he he did the. This nigga thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was fucking joking. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, his boo thing, I had to tell him to chill. He's a, he's a great crow. That was the only thing that was stopping him. Yeah. He's like, I'm this close to pulling the trigger on your stupid face. Um, so yeah, she basically pulls Grey Crow back. Uh, Empath is like, that's right, dumbass. You're going to need me. And Quanon is like, fuck off, Manuel. You're not coming. Uh, <laughs> I spared your life, but you're not coming with us. Right. Which I appreciate. I'm glad that like he's not just like coming along. I'm glad the Hellions are like, no, not you. You're- yeah, I mean, I, I can. I already know what it's setting up for. You're gonna pull up and save the day, for kind of. Yeah, maybe I'm hoping. I mean, maybe I he mean, looks. You know, he looks pissed. Like they leave without no, him. No, he's, he's like, tight, but I mean, I don't. He's salty. Yeah, not spiteful. Mm. He's changing. He's he. His character is changing. Yeah, there is a piece so- of him that wants to be accepted by the Hellions, but he keeps doing these dickhead things. And, you know, normally I would be like, oh, uh, you know, the Sun, Sun, Sundere archetype. Well, no, yeah, kind of. Or just, you know, the asshole learning empathy. But uh, like a few of these other series, the writing has been so well and the character development has been really good. Um, and I think he is organically learning. Yeah. And his way of learning, I like the way he's learning. It's starting to become more uh, human because uh, it's it's through friendship, mm-hmm. and friendship isn't something that any one person can define for others. Honestly, you know the, the type of relationship you build vary and have different meaning to others. So uh, he's these people became important to him, whether he knew it was going to happen or not, whether he fully understands that at the moment right now, which I think he does because he's not that dense. Yeah, he's just you know stubborn. Um, he's learning. He's learning the hard way that you can't fucking act. How well you know your actions have consequences, and that's yeah. You can't. You know that's how he was carrying himself like a villain. Villains act like they're the you know silly villains anyway. Act like their actions don't have consequences because when shit blows up in their face, they're mad about it and they don't always understand. I like it. I like his character development. He's becoming a more serious person with depth like a lot of these other characters across the X-Books. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, to think we had no idea about a lot of these characters going in. I sure as hell didn't. Yeah, I didn't know many of them. The only one I was... Like, bro, if you wasn't in those Fox movies... (laughs) Then I don't know you, bro. Or you wasn't in Marvel vs. Capcom, it's slow for you, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've uh, I've grown very uh, attached to a lot of these characters. I, I very much appreciate what they bring to the table. Uh, we cut back. They, the Hellions fuck off to find Orphan Maker. Orphan Maker's already at the hideout of uh, these scientist people and is raising hell. Uh, <laughs> and the people don't understand. Like, that's what's funny. The scientists that they're defending know, but the people, but, but these actually, like, these actually security, like the security uh, workers, they have no idea why he's doing it. Yeah, they're like, whoa. He comes in, he breaks down the door, and he's like, I'm a good boy. And the guy who in the back is like, okay, all right, you're a good boy. He's like, you're good. Like, they don't know. They have no idea that. Is that what it is? That's, in his mind, that's what he thought. Oh, that's what it is? It's what? Yeah, you're a good boy. You're fine. Yeah, okay. Made a broken arm for his troubles. Yeah. And yeah. told him I'm not worthless. <laughs> Oh my! He God. is progressing hard, right? What a weird day at the office if you're a henchman. Uh, the Marvel Universe can be weird sometimes if you're like a henchman there. It's just the boy is like, I'm a good boy. It's like, what? I thought you were a man in a robot suit. I thought you were Iron Man, dude. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> right, he does kind of look like Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're just some regular like patrol cops just watching. Are they like park rangers? I think they're park kind of, rangers. You know, that's no, they are park local. rangers. They're they're yeah, little uh, vans as park rangers. And he's like, oh damn, that's that's rough. These just random park rangers. Uh, yeah. So the Hellions arrive. Uh, they start fucking shit up as well. The the villain group that was built up earlier with the weird painting on their face, they're there, and then they just get their ass whooped. <laughs> Pretty Crazy. easy. I but, mean, the girl with the swords kind of put up a fight. She did. But you know, then then by that time there's still like five hellions to her one person. Um, 
Meanwhile, Orphan Maker finally makes his way to the main science room, I guess, where the baby is being experimented on. And um, he, comes, he blows the doors off and he goes, I'm having feelings. Uh, and uh, the scientist immediately gives uh, the baby over to Orphan Maker and he gives it a big old hug. He's like, it's okay, you're safe now. Uh, that's when Nanny pulls up and is like, Nanny, I got him back. And uh, Nanny just starts being mean to Orphan Maker again. Uh, and man, something genuinely kind of chilling starts to happen with the baby. Where, you know, as Nanny is like cradling the baby in his arms, this whole time, all this little cyborg baby has been able to say was Mew. Like he's just like, Mew, Mew. And then, yeah. then it started to build more and more as Nanny holds him. She's like, yeah, that's right. It's your Mew Mew. And she, he's like, Mew, Mute, Mutant, Moon Scum. And then he just blasts her. He like, clean. goes full dark side. Yo, he, does, he, goes, he goes full Zakir on Nanny and just like, bla- like blasts a fireball out of his mouth. Uh, like from Zach. damn near a laser shoots right through Nanny's fucking uh, armored body. Yeah, kills Nanny. Nanny's dead. Uh, so that yeah, and Orphan Maker's like Nanny, Nanny, uh, Nanny. <laughs> uh, that's what all of us were saying. Like, oh, whoa, you're right, <laughs> right, right, right. They did hate the mutants. Yeah. Yeah, the scientist dude is like self-replicating mutant AI that hates mutants. <laughs> he just starts laughing like Yagami hey. style. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're acting like this guy isn't about to like wreck your entire existence. He's like, I told that woman those mutant babies would be the end of her. <laughs> That's what maker looks at kind of is lessening on from from beyond yeah he grabs he grabs this dude's head and the guy goes oh <laughs> well <laughs> and he, he twists sna- his head open like a cat yeah he snaps it all the way around he makes his head do the tasmanian devil he snaps it so fast he <laughs> goes yeah. <laughs> it did a few spins yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And then he kills the other scientists for good measure, I guess. He's like, fuck you guys, too. Um, so, you know, Orphan Maker's going out on a fucking killing spree, just destroying everybody he can. Uh, he kills all of the soldier dudes. And then the park rangers pull up. And it's like, you're engaging in illegal activities in a pe- federal parkland. Put the gun down. To this armored dude and i'm like man i mean i guess your commitment to protecting the national parks of the world is admirable but oh boy tap out here buddy (laughs) this is not worth it uh the the hellions find all of the fucking hell that is wreaked by orphan maker left behind uh and they follow the trail to Fine, Orphan Maker uh, has killed the two park rangers, and uh, wish he's done. Mm-hmm. And, and their, their car. car, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's very sad. He and the only thing he has to say is, "I couldn't stop," and that's the end of this issue. Uh, sad as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, it actually is really really sad. Yeah. I I don't know, man. This is this is a sad issue for sure. A very tragic one. Uh, well, but that's a VGI. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Certified VGI. I'll, I'll give it mine as well. Certified VGI. Yeah, this is such a good series, man. And uh, it's a shame that it's going coming to an end soon. Hopefully, there is another iteration of it in the way of Way of X, where there's more. Uh, right. involved with the Hellions because they're great. Well, is- well, they have a book coming out called Exiles, which, I mean, you know, the concept seems very similar. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You know, we, yeah. we can only hope. Yeah, I mean, that, that is the hope. Man. But it's not going to be these same characters. So, you know, I I don't know if that's the, the type of placement you're looking for. Hey, man, at least as long as some of them are in it, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> Um, 
<coughs> I'm excited to see what happens next. I believe the next issue will be second to last or last, actually, because I remember Hellions being announced ending in December. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm excited to see how it ends. Uh, this was such a fun series. Uh, I don't want to do my whole like end of series diatribe for it, but uh, so fun, top to bottom, really. Uh, Been a treat. It, yeah, a genuine treat. Much of, like sideline. Yeah, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the star one of the shining stars of the Hickman era, X Men books, uh, and it will be missed when it goes. But uh, we'll enjoy it while we can. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we move on? Um, we love Psylocke. Yeah, we do love Psylocke. Well, uh, yeah, she is Psylocke. Because Betsy is Captain Britain. QAnon. 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 Very miss saying that name. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. I guess we should move on to Excalibur number twenty-five. Uh, this is a dope cover art. I think. I'll say that real fast. You think? I like it. You don't like? I it? like it too. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Solid. I really like her uh, her Starlight Sword, although they don't have it in this picture, I think. I don't think that's it. Yeah, this is her, just like her regular psionic sword. But I'm just saying, I, I do think it's really, really cool. Yeah, it is. It almost reminds me of the Keyblade or something, you know? Yeah. It's in your heart. <laughs> is why. Yeah. It's um, lit. We open to confusion. Um, Betsy is in Krakoa, like on a date with an ex, I guess. But she's also remembering like the battle that they left off on with uh, Arthur and his people. Or is her, is this just her remembering like the monsters from before? I'm, I'm kind of confused as to what this is. Uh, well, I, I had a lot of questions about this initial get together too, but it, to me, it just seems like she's doing this before they they headed out to other world. Because when when this arc when this you know this little arc started, like the fight, um, they were preparing. Then they went into other world, ready for this, you know, for the conflict. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, what I mean, it, it it checks out that she would have this type of, you know, get together. Seeing people before shit, you know, because she might, you know, if you die in another world, it's over. So she gets smoked. She ain't gonna see these people again. Yeah, she meets. I don't know anything about them. I don't know what's going on. I know her homegirl in the red has very nice proportions, (laughs) and that's the last thing I'm gonna say about a fictional character's body. Yeah. In this week's episode. Yeah, I mean, I these this is the Strike Team, uh, which is, I guess, a British mutant superhero team. Uh, they're essentially like um, deported mutants uh, from Britain that now have to live on Krakoa, but they love Britain so much that they're bummed out that they have to live here now instead of living <laughs> instead of living on Krakoa as a mortal wonderland. You've got to you've got to think that it's more still a principle, like bro, yeah, like you know, Krakoa is dope, but I don't want to get kicked out of my fucking home, regardless of how awesome this place is. Yeah. I want a vacation here. <laughs> I yeah. live here. Yeah, I want to live in Britain where it rains all the time. No. <laughs> yeah. You guys shit in the grass and <laughs> wait for Krakoa to, to eat it. Or, <laughs> or, or some weirdo mutant to pick it up and do something with it. Yeah. How do you, live, how, do you guys, how do you guys live here? Y'all have apartments here or something? Yeah. <laughs> You got no, just sextants. No, we just have like little huts and tents. Some of us have old ca- castles that we live in, old little towers. Excalibur lives in an old tower. Would you like to live in that? There's no outlets. You can't charge your phone uh, at all in our, on our island. So, yeah, there's, an, there's essentially a brothel on the moon, <laughs> a.k.a. the summer house. Some, pe- <laughs> Some people just live in this bar that we are all hanging out at. Somebody, some people just spend twenty four seven here at the bar with the blob bartends. Uh, there's X Corp. It's not necessarily a house. It's a more of a corporation where I guess people also live. Um, there's the Academo sextant where you know I guess was is like a college dorm. Where and they have sex. Yeah. In the tent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sinister seems to sit on a throne all day in his thing. 
He doesn't have like a room. In his little, in his sinister castle. Yeah, where do these people castle. fucking sleep? <laughs> I'm very confused. Where do they lay their head, lay their heads down at night? Uh, but anyway, uh, Betsy goes off. She's like, As, "Sorry, strike team. I have business to do. I can't help you with your strike team business. This is very important strike team stuff that is very important." <laughs> very super duper important very crucial very and will matter down the line but yeah. i gotta deal with the small stuff first yeah let me get this out the way then we can get back to britain yeah to britain the mo- the the most interesting part of excalibur is what's going on <laughs> it's clearly not the magical lands that they constantly do battle in it is the united kingdom uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway Camelot, the, Betsy reunites with the Excalibur team in Camelot, and they're just going over battle strategy now. Uh, and uh, yeah, the girl announces like they didn't really ever finish the battle; they just bounced and let everybody else out there to continue fighting King Arthur's fight. And I'm like, okay, I guess, uh, cool. Uh, so yeah, you guys have to get back out there. Is basically what she's saying. It's like at some point we're all gonna have to go back out there and fight. Um, King Jamie tries to get in on the action, and she's like, "No." Then all that's left to protect the castle is just the villagers. So you know, go back and. Protect- I guess that was a clever way of writing out Jamie from the situation, who could technically destroy their entire opposition. Yeah, but you know, it's such a risk to have him on the front line. Yeah. Plus, um, if he dies, it's pretty much over. I mean, imagine having an Omega level mutant like him die. Mm-hmm. You know the council will be dumb tight. It's like a hundred. Like, you let your brother fucking die? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> who who killed him? The reality warper. Who what killed? The fuck, are we gonna have to fight against other people who, like who, that? Who killed this guy? King Arthur. Th- just the guy. Did Merlin have anything to do with that? No, no, just King Arthur. All right. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. Uh Jesus Christ, Betty, you fucking suck. Jesus fuck. Come on, man. I liked it better when you were Psylocke. Yeah, we're trying or, to build no, a- Actually, that's not how it works. She she was in Psylocke's body, so it was really Betty the whole time, but you know. Yeah. Um then, can't Psylocke just take over your body and you stop existing? <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> Can we try that out for a little while. Yeah, maybe forever. I think it's time for people to switch teams now. Let's try. Let's give Quanon a shot. Uh, but yeah. Meanwhile, ba- uh, it's revealed that Merlin is just working on ways to dispel the shields around the uh, the Starlight Citadel. And once what a heretic! I, yeah, with his uh, satanic pagan rituals. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the. Uh, the Starlight Citadel people, I remember these guys. I just don't remember their name, what they go by. Call these people witch breed, but you cast in a whole spell that take that took like 45 minutes. <laughs> you're literally a wizard. It's not like some regular, you're not a magician pulling rabbits out of a hat or close up or the super awesome close up magic. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, my nigga. You, the ultra impressive. You committed, you're a witch. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, like, am I missing something? No, no, no. I like, get it. These guys are bigots, bro. They're, they're, they're projecting their own insecurity. And worst off, they're hypocrites about it. It's like, yeah. y'all have power. Are you mad because they don't got to do an enchantment to use their power? Yeah, that's why he's really mad. He's an old-ass man. sick about that. He still has to go bibbidi-bobbidi-boo in order for to make things happen. That's why he's mad. Okay, so these, like, uh, students of Saturday, I guess, pull up and try to do something... They just start getting carved up by King Arthur and his army. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy. This is my. This is the craziest part, is that they have these gigantic like crossbow things that they're not really using on the Excalibur team. They're just shooting them at the Captain Britain Corps. Uh, well, they're the real threat. <laughs> yeah. In Cap- all our fairness. Captain Yo, Brit- the Captain Britain Corps is losing. <laughs> yeah, they're getting taken out by these harpoons. And bets to the point... By Stavilith people and 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 Arthur. Yeah, to the point Yo, where King Arthur's really that that nice, huh? Yeah, I guess so. He really holds that much weight. It's I the, had no idea. It's to the point where Betsy's I had like, no idea, Chris. Betsy's like, "Yo, never mind. Let's let's get out of here. 
fuck that shit. They're really just shooting our people, our uh, our Captain Britain Corps. Um, like, oh, we're losing. Yeah. Oh man, not anticipate that. The Merlin spell starts to work, like it starts to spell everything, and Saturn is like anti magic. That devil, and like oh, Asta, Asta confirms defeats Saturnine. For sure. Asta is better than anybody in the Excalibur run of books. He immediately... I mean, it goes without a doubt. You know, I think Asta would put up a good fight against a lot of Marvel characters. Not all of them. Yeah. He would just yell at them until they're deaf and then destroy them from there. (laughs) That's a good strategy. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that didn't work out. So the Excalibur team has to rush in to, like, defend Saturnine because King Arthur's Guys are just so overwhelming with the Savaleth people that apparently that they're just they just overrun the Starlight Citadel uh, up to the point where they're basically at Star- at uh, Saturnine's doorstep. But uh, luckily for them, uh, Betsy Braddock has stripped off her armor and is just like, "Sup, bitch! I'm right here. Let's go." All right. So what we kind of skipped is that when when Merlin casted that anti magic spell, um. Like over the over the um the citadel, the Captain Britain corpse lost their power because that's where their power comes from or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know why Saturnine was taking a white bath, <laughs> but oh, they mentioned that she was like doing a rest thing, like a meditation thing. Uh, the th- the Thor rest, <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> um the the fuck, what was it called? I know what you're talking about. The Odin, Odin sleep. sleep. <laughs> She's doing the Odin sleep. Uh. <laughs> Same universe, I mean, you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, sure. What does Asgard even mean to this realm? Like, yo, comics is crazy. Camelot is still... Shared universes are tough. I would say Camelot is still Midgard. But who knows? What? Yeah. I mean, it's... And then they had their own realms, like... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Midgard's huge compared to the rest of the realms, then. I mean... Yeah, Midgar has what the rest of the galaxy, and then the other realms are just snowy area, snowy area, hell, hell. (laughs) I think it's just hell with one L. It's just hell. Hell. It's not hey l. Hey, 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 hey. Yo, dude. uh, (laughs) Sidebar, real fast. I've been reading uh, Vinland Saga. It's pretty good. Yo. It's like this weird historical mon- I don't know how really historical it is, but it's uh, centered around Viking times. Shit like Ooh. that. It's really good. Um, I, I'm, on the fir- I'm in the middle of the first volume, and I like it. Um, Do you have the books, or are you just reading it all? Comixology time? has them for free because I have like Comixology Unlimited, so I've been just people. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's not bad. The art's okay. pretty good, too. Anyway. Back to Excalibur. Um, so <laughs> the Excalibur team burst into her room and they're like, the fuck is she doing in this in this tub? Bay, go get her. And Bay picks her up out of her weird tub. Um, Shogo rips open the doors using because King Jamie just basically took Shogo and it was like, haha, I did not listen to Betsy Braddock's commands. Uh, so I'm here. And all. Yeah. Meanwhile, Betsy Braddock is psychically submitting uh, Arthur. It's pretty embarrassing how how one sided this battle is. She just like touches his mind. Is like that's what I'm saying. It's like so you guys all struggling. Yeah, this whole thing. But but, but your main guy got smoked by Betsy by an armorless Betsy. She could have just walked up to him and just been like, "No, you're done." And she's basically like, "Don't fucking come here again. You're just a person." I'm a mutant, nigga. I want you to understand this. I'm a mutant, bro. The end of the fucking day. Yeah, you're just some old rube. You got you got nothing on me. Yeah, um, be a father to your son. That's, she she talked a lot of shit to him and then bounced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta respect Betsy. Get your fucking mind right, bro. Go take care of your kid, and then you could do me later. Yeah, bro, why don't you do I'm, that? I'm going back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I niggas can have the castle. Yeah. So they, they fought so hard for that citadel. They defended it. They defended their citadel from the Arakans. But oh man, the army is Sevilleth. Oh, and the Reavers. I mean, the Reavers are pretty gangster. I'm not gonna. 
Yeah. They're like all like Amazos, right? Basically. Like they they adapt and shit. Yeah. Yeah. They they have like this Hickman-esque dialogue where they're like, uh, <laughs> threat perceived. Weakness to threat? Insert weakness here and then do the weakness yeah they're, they're like they're like uh, oh you know like sentinels like you know like the sentinels from future past days of future past yeah yeah that shit was crazy i wonder if that's gonna happen that's essentially what um what what's his name is right uh the omega sentinel guy uh you know uh nimrod yes he he's he's a sentinel. he's basically adaptable and all of that right yeah I mean, he's the highest tier sentinel ever Right. That's the whole thing. Um, but anyway, uh, King Jamie just drops Saturnine because he's a mischievous character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a trickster or something. Uh, well, no, he well, 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 Jamie doesn't. Betsy's holding on to her. No, I'm and saying she falls because of the because of something Merlin's doing. You said Merlin did it, or you said Jamie. No, Jamie had her on the dragon with Bay, right? If you see here. Uh-huh. And then Bay, he tells Bay to drop mad, the magic strix. Oh, so, uh-huh, she says, Jamie, you fuck, you madman. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. Yeah, I don't know You're why. You're right. I didn't notice that before. I thought she just fell off or they dropped her to her so, so Betsy could catch him, but she was tired about that shit. Yeah, she was like, what the fuck, man? Um, man, she should have just let her die. She's been such a pain in the arse. <laughs> yeah, she has been. She's been nothing but a pain in the arse. Uh, so they go off. Uh, they use Shogo to create a, a, a trench, an uncrossable trench. Because uh, it's a trench in reality. Yeah. Shogo. Is- uh, I don't even have a problem with like the fact that he could do it. I'm just, I don't really understand it. Yeah, I guess like so. You can see over non-reality. Like it should be like this barrier that you can't. You shouldn't be able to see over this fucking ravine. It should just be like cut off from other world. Yeah, which I mean, they are essentially for all terms and purposes. Just it's not. It doesn't look. Doesn't make sense aesthetically. Yeah, Uh, Jamie is using his reality warping powers to keep this fire from i guess destroying all reality because that's how all, strong, of, all of reality because that's right. how strong shogo is when he's in other world um well yeah. at least you know not destroying avalon anyway yeah fire, not letting fire spread yeah uh meanwhile the reality warping. yeah meanwhile merlin is not perturbed he's just like who gives a fuck yeah. about you? <laughs> he's like yeah he's like who gives a oh, fuck right. about your fire i'm coming right up uh that's right yeah, he uses his magic to, I guess, drop uh, Saturnine and Betsy down this magic uh, eternity thing. I don't know, reality warping smoke or whatever. And then we cut over to them on the Sea of Secrets uh, where Betsy finally wakes up. And Saturnine wakes up and he's like, oh, good, you're awake. I've been here for I've been here before and we'll be here a while. So why don't I finally keep my promise and tell you the story of how I took that citadel from Merlin. It might just prove useful. And I'm like, you got a lot of nerve, lady. Part of how she fell in love with uh, Brian Braddock. I need to know like, why she's such a fiend. Yeah, why is she such a simp for Brian Braddock? Um, man, she's got a lot of nerve, man. <laughs> All of a sudden, just be like, well, I guess I could tell you this crucial information that could have prevented you from losing my citadel in the first place. <laughs> I guess I'll do it now that I guess. I like how she's so like, oh, whatever about it. Like, Saturnine, you are insufferable, aren't you? Like, you just, <laughs> you just grind my fingers. You are fingers. a pro at being fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's the end of that issue. Um, I liked it. <laughs> I was a little confused. Oh, I felt like the, cool. I felt like you know the the pacing or like I guess the structure of this issue was confusing at times. Um, uh, but you know it is what it is. There were some. I like the overall idea of where they're going. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like I completely understand like what's going on. Yeah, like I, I get the point of what they're trying to do. Yeah, and I mean, they accomplished it and. 
as much shit as I talked about, oh, like their whole army was getting pushed back by these people in another world, there was a point being made that majority of other world was starting to have an issue with mutants, you know, with their presence. So, and Avalon was a, obviously like a symbol of that. And mm. the people that supported Avalon being the Citadel, because they're the ones that run things. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. I don't think it's just the Sebalith, the Reapers, and, and, and King Arthur. I think it's just generally most of other world against them. So I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. And, and, and when they, when they, when they casted the spell over the, over the Citadel, and it canceled out the cat and Britain powder powers for a little while. I was upset. I get it. They was built, like I said already, they was building towards the, this this big fight, and I guess ultimately them having to keep away from all the world. Yeah. It was this huge resource that like could have been so open ended. So I could understand them closing it off in a way, and kind of like ending that chapter or, or at least pausing that progression that makes sense yeah no i get it um yeah uh overall solid it is funny how like now that excalibur is kind of like going towards the end this is where we finally kind of can understand it and keep up with it and are finally well, because it, it, it's because of the nature of it being towards its end it's like there's not that much more room for speculation so you kind of have to take it for what it is mm-hmm. and it's not bad no you no, know? no. It's never, it's never ever been horrible. Yeah. At worst, it's been just kind of like meh. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess that sucks, but <laughs> it's not the worst. Yeah. It's not the worst thing. It's not bad. It's never been a straight up bad issue. Yeah. It's never been, say, uh, X Corp. <laughs> the Ionospheric um, Bandwidth gen- Generator. Bandwidth Generator, though. I love that, man. Yeah, really it was did. so pretentious. <laughs> the ionospheric bandwidth generator. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say about Excalibur. Uh, solid issue overall. Uh, solid bo- uh, week in American comics, honestly. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it. Are, are you ready to close this out? All right, yes, everybody. Sir. Thank you guys so much for listening. That has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening as per usual. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37. Uh, Brian is not here for this, for this episode, but you can follow him at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram and check him when he's streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, subscribe, uh, uh, follow us on at new jump city at on Twitter and Instagram, uh, participate in the really good chapter of the week poll. And we, re- uh, share the results every week. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. And uh, subscribe our, to our YouTube channel, please. Uh, hit that like button. <laughs> share the videos. Uh, and uh, subscribe to us. Yeah, yeah, leave comments, guys. Um, we'd love to respond. Oh, hell yeah. Conversations, and we'll even feature your comments. Hell yeah, dude. Um, if, you know, if they're relevant to the story and stuff. Yeah, I've always wanted to do like a little Q&A session with uh, people who listen. So I'm... I'm very open to it. So check us out. Uh, so if you prefer the audio version of podcasts, if you prefer audio podcasts in general, uh, you can find us wherever there is podcasts, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are likely on there. So subscribe to us on that and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you show desire. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll we'll see you next week for the manga sode, or you know, if we go back to doing a one episode thing, it's week to week at this point. We'll see where it goes. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, and stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out. Oh, almost caught myself on the mute button. And uh, while we before before this podcast ends all the way, there was a little map for other worlds. Oh, yeah. um, that basically show the updated areas of uh, Merlin. And it just brings me back to when I made the map at work. <laughs> it just brought me back to that. It was nice. Um, but you can clearly see that majority of the areas that are populated, you know what I'm saying, are under Merlin's control. There's only about two different places, like uh, the, the, the Floating Kingdom and um, the Crooked Market. 
and really the other ones are just kind of barren wastelands. You've got Dryador, which is destroyed. Um, Blightspoke, which is, you know, a wasteland as well. And yeah, I forget what the other one is, but it's kind of barren. Hell yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> 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 